Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Jessica Jones tampering with evidence? Wanted by the police? What's happened? Patsy's on the lam? And, oh, what a nice turnout for Dorothy's funeral. The Jessica Jones After Show starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Jessica Jones After Show. <laughs> I'm Christian Blatt, and uh, the rest of my panel is uh, unavailable, on assignment, as they say. On so, assignment. So, who do I call in from the reserves, my go-to, the one, the only, the highly esteemed... The lovely, the effervescent Zia Landerson. Oh my God! I thought I wasn't going to get any more nice intros. That's this feels prob- so weird. It's probably the last one. But that's if, the last one forever. If you've seen a lot of the Marvel shows that I do here at After Buzz and Popcorn Talk, you're used to seeing Zia and I together. We did the Daredevil after show. We did the Iron Fist after show. We did the Punisher after show. Uh, the only thing, the only one we didn't get was Luke Cage. We didn't get a Luke Cage. If there had been a third season, maybe we would have been on it. I did Luke Cage. All right, whatever, jerk. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you for filling in for uh, both uh, April and Adam. Uh, Adam and I will actually cover the rest of the season tomorrow. If you are watching live, you can uh, see us talk about episodes 11 and 12 at 11 a.m. Pacific. That's 2 Eastern. And then a whole episode devoted to episode 13 at... I believe, noon Eastern, 3 Pacific, all here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, so, Zia, we have a lot to talk about because we're talking about two episodes, 9 and 10. But oh, because damn. this is your first time on the panel uh, for this specific season mm-hmm, of this mm-hmm. show, I wanted you to just kind of give overall some thoughts about the season, Jessica, Trish, and full killer himself, Gregory Salinger. Uh, uh, this has been a really good season. I have talked about this if you watch Marvel TV Weekly on Sunday nights at 9. Uh, both of us are on that panel as well. Anytime. Um, I've given my thoughts on that. I, I just kind of have not been shy about the fact that I never watched season 2. I kind of just skipped over it. I liked season 1 a lot. Um, I actually, and this is saying something because of um, David Tennant was in season 1. I, I think I like this season more. I think that uh, Jessica's character is a little bit more well-rounded at this point. We yes. know her better than we did then. And uh, look, uh, you know, Kristen Ritter's played the part for a couple years now. I, you know, I think she really just owns mm-hmm. it. Um, I would have to rewatch that season because it sits so strongly in my memory. But I would say this is just as good, at least. Yeah, it's the. I think the only thing that the only. Um oh my god, a critique that I would have of the first season is that it drug a little bit for me. And I'm not getting that as much with this season. I don't know if I'm just more interested or if I'm stress-watching it because I don't really have time, so I'm just like (laughs) breathing hard and taking notes. There's a lot of really stressful things that happen on this show. There is. is. It is stressful to watch. 
Uh, and, you know, as we wound up at the end of episode eight, mm-hmm. it was really difficult for me to not immediately just hit next episode because I really want to see where it ended because, you know, Trish finds crazy. her mother's body and she goes to Salinger's apartment and we see that Jessica's going to stop her. And when we pick it up in episode nine, which is called I Did Something Today, mm-hmm. uh, we see it's it's not the immediacy right after the instant that we saw at the end of episode eight, but it's shortly thereafter. And we realize that uh, Jessica has stopped Trish from killing her, mm-hmm. from killing, sorry, from killing Salinger. Uh, Salinger. Beat the um, crap out of him, though. Did that surprise you that Jessica was so hell-bent on keeping him alive? Um, no. Only because of what we're seeing from Jessica this season. She's really trying to do things the right way, it seems. It seems like she's really kind of focused on becoming maybe the hero that she maybe either thinks everybody deserves or the hero she thinks she should be. She's, I've noticed she's definitely playing more in the lines than I'm expecting from Jessica or have expected from Jessica or thought that I would get in this season. I can't say I hate it. Um, Trish is a bit of a wild card. That's why I love her. Yeah. This is my Hellcat season that I always wanted from uh, season one. Such a good one, too. Um, it's, but it's definitely interesting seeing sort of how those dynamics have switched a little bit. Um, and as much as I love that, I will say that the heroes that tend to be, in my opinion, the best heroes are the ones that get it and don't want it. Yeah. Trish wants it too much, and I think that ultimately that's going to be a downfall. And I'm saying that I've only seen up to episode right. 10. This is all you've seen. You actually haven't seen this Beyond. This is all I've seen. Uh, full disclosure, I've seen episodes 11 and 12, but oh. I have very detailed notes so that I don't jump too far ahead. Uh, but, yeah, and I think that you're absolutely right. Jessica will always tell you that she didn't want to be a hero. Right. And, uh, yeah, Trish was definitely you know looking for it uh, from the beginning. So, the unfortunate thing for both Trish and Jessica is the fact that when she goes to, well, when she goes to murder Salinger, yeah. uh, she takes her mask off. Dummy, why do you wear the mask? You know, this guy's got cameras everywhere. she was going to kill him. But yeah, right. she's also a dummy about the yeah, cameras, because, you yeah. idiot. And so, of course, he has a picture that he sends to Jessica. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, that stops everything because mm-hmm. he was he was on his way to prison because of the the evidence that they found on the body from up in Wappinger Falls. And I think that uh, it's it's unfortunate because Salinger realizes immediately that he has Jessica and she's going to help him. As unlikely as that would have seemed, maybe even one episode earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about Salinger getting the upper hand on Jessica. Well, it's not surprising. He's, look, he is completely full of himself and yes. he is a dick. Um, but he. <laughs> Very true, by the way. <laughs> just, I, he's just such a ridiculous character. His whole thing about, oh, you guys have cheated. And I like it. I love it. It's just, it's very interesting. I like that the, that they took that sort of route with him. Um, but it's just, at the same time, you're like, oh, you're so annoying. You're so annoying with your whole, uh, holier than thou. I've worked hard for it. So much so that he killed his friend who just happened to be more talented at wrestling than yeah. he was. So that's sort of where it started. Well, actually, I'm sure it's probably started with his brother and the way his 
uh, father treated his brother. But right. regardless, uh, I liked that turn that they took, too, by the way, that they found out that he murdered his, like, literal best friend. Right. Which just yeah. goes to show what trash he is. Like, there's no... Yeah, no, exactly. I thought that was a nice turn because it's like, oh, okay, so his brother died mysteriously. We get it. And then it's like, no, actually his best friend. And he sent them a card that said he'll always be with you. Just in case you didn't get that this guy's, uh, well, let's say an a-hole. Sick and twisted. Yeah. He'll always be with you. He's buried under your gazebo yeah. in your backyard. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> uh, what did you think about the number that uh, Trish did on Salinger's face? Oh, the, I liked that. The, I mean, like, that you know, yeah. Look, she's the Hellcat. That's mm-hmm. a serious claw mark. And, that's, uh, that's what we should. We should have gotten a couple of those like that, but a little bit more for Jigsaw. Oh wow! Um, yeah, for for Punisher season two. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I know. Uh, I would say that uh, you know the fact that uh, Jigsaw uh, his face was much more handsome <laughs> put together. Than and Sanders. look, I met that guy. He is beautiful oh, yeah. in real life. So like, I get it. But come on. So uh, so Jessica figures that here's what she has to do. She has to go tamper with the evidence in the uh, the Queen's. Uh, crime lab, which is apparently the one that it's really easy to break into and have a uh, sewer main. Because it's Queens. <laughs> you said it, not me. That's seven, just what I've heard. 718 forever, baby. Uh, so the... Uh, uh, so she has to drag Eric uh, into this, and on this show we affectionately refer to him as Burger Boy from the first Burger episode Boy. because we didn't know his name at first. We just like didn't it. remember, and we're just like oh, Burger Boy because he made burgers for her. Yeah. Uh, but so Eric, of course, has. All sorts of associates and uh, a dirty a nice cop. Way of putting it. A dirty cop is, of course, one of them. And we get yeah. to meet Carl Nussbaumer, uh, which you know, I I guess he's not the the the, the top creep of uh, of Eric's uh, blackmail victims, but uh, obviously he uh, realizes he needs to help them. And to be fair, as much of a jerk as he is, he does uphold his end of the bargain. That's I expected true. some sort of double cross, some way that Jessica or Eric were going to get in trouble. Uh, what do you think about this plan and the fact that Jessica goes through with it? I was, I honestly didn't think she was going to. I yeah. really thought that she would pull out at one point, pull out, huh? that she would, <laughs> <laughs> that she would pull out of it at one point. And it wait, wait, wait. Like Sorry. You can't help yourself. I know. I really can't. I know. Oh, this is why I need to have my own show. Um, and I just want to, <laughs> I really, really just quickly want to go to Jenna James in the t- chat. Surprise, we have yet to see Turk. Um, yeah, we better get Turk one more time before oh, the season's wow. over. Yeah, now if you've seen episode 13, don't say anything. Don't say anything. But yeah, this would be this would be the season without Turk. I, you know, he did seem like he was going to lay low for a little while after Punisher, He though. did, but just, just like <laughs> he, one quick appearance. Here's the thing, though. Turk always seems like he's going to lay low. I know, and so, he never does. Uh, that's a great... Uh, you know, I hadn't thought about it. It would have occurred to me after I finished eventually. Right. You, you know, like, hey, would have been like, Turk? hey, where's Turk? Yeah. The hell, man. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was talking about... Um uh, Eric and Eric and, uh, and so Jessica's and, plan. Yeah, and, I still can't believe she went through with that. Really, I'm, I was so disappointed at her. I thought that she was going to try and figure it out and yeah. not do it. But look, that's how much she cares about Trish, and, and I, that's why it hurt her so much. Uh, the way it was at the beginning of the season when she wasn't talking to Trish. We get it. It's just it was really unfortunate because you know then she's. Not literally, not figuratively. She's literally helping a murderer go free. Mm -hmm. And this is the evidence. And this isn't going to help Patsy. This isn't going to help Trish, you know, in the long run. No, because she's just out murdering people. Trish is willing to go to jail. Uh, Jessica's not willing to have her go to jail, you know. Um, Also, 
What do you think, Zia? Do you think Trish thinks she's willing to go to jail, but maybe not really willing to go to jail? I can see that. Yeah. I can. I mean, I 100% see Trish thinking that she's harder than she is. Well, now she's, that she's powered, she yeah. would do all right. I think she would uh, kick some ass in oranges. No, black. no, she would. She would. But, like, just, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about more, like, psychologically, like going through it psychologically. Yeah, I no, don't absolutely. know how she would fare in there. Well,. Uh, let's talk about another key storyline in this episode and someone that I haven't asked your opinion of this season. Oh. Jerry Hogarth. Oh, Hogarth. She is all over the damn place, that yes. woman. Oh, my God. First, like, and look, I, I love her as a character. She's a great she's character. She's a great character, but she's, her whole storyline with Kith and what she did to her husband, I mean, that is brutal. Yeah. That's all like, be, All because she had to rush home and watch something on the DVR with her husband, you know, yeah. after they went to that performance, that concert, whatever. And then she's like, all right, do it. And it's like, yeah, so you just just needed some more snuggle time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you, you ruined, you ruined, well, you ruined your whole family, you know? Uh, so uh, in, in this instance, though, this episode, uh, Kith's son, I guess his name is Laurent, uh, helps, uh, basically helps them, uh, wants her help, sorry. she's lo- uh, So uh, Kith's son is looking for Jerry's help mm-hmm. because they're settling with everybody that, uh, Kith's husband, late husband, I suppose, late husband, uh, yeah, defrauded uh, from their foundation, except for one guy, uh, Dimitri uh, Patseris, a name Sounds that like you'll a hear douche. That's a name that you'll hear many times throughout the next few episodes, mm-hmm. just because it just every time they say it, Dimitri Patseris, you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> uh, so uh, he he holds too much of a grudge. So really. He realizes that this is a way out because if this guy can basically ruin his mother and he's already lost his father and he knows that what Jerry does and who she is and how she can help. So Kith did not know that he went. But uh, what do you think about you know, try, trying to be a good son in a very weird, messed up way. I mean, look, I feel, I honestly feel really bad for that kid. He had his father kill himself, found out he was, you know, stealing from a foundation. Um, his mom is like not doing well, obviously, because of it. He already lost his sister. I don't know when that happened. Maybe it was when she was younger, but yeah, they, re- they don't give us an exact time frame, but it, it had been a while ago for sure. But yeah. regardless, I think he really, I think he legitimately just wants what's best for his mom, which is nice. I mean, how old is he? Looks like he's in college, right? He's just, he's a young kid. Yeah, right. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, he, but he's, he probably is helping his mom in a way because Hogarth really will. I mean, she, I think she says it. She's relentless. She's ruthless. Yeah. She will get the job done for her. Um, I'm just curious. Maybe we're not there yet. Um, so maybe I'll just wait, but. Well, if you've seen, if you've seen, you know, you've only seen these two episodes, so yeah. whatever you're going to say, it'll it's tie only in the within nine and ten. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see if she really does drop Salinger as a client. Like right. she said, she's planning on it, so that's what I mean. She's all over the place. First, she wants to destroy Jessica and right. and all the powered people, and she's like going on this crazy vendetta and blah 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 blah. And then, oh, actually, I regret. Um, yeah, you know, taking. She's- She's just trying to save that struggling law firm that uh, Jessica referred to. It's like she's torn between, I feel like it's tor- she's torn between having a career and her law firm and then realizing that she's dying and not wanting to die alone. So being like, I love Kith, I want to be with Kith. And then when she, re- when she thinks she doesn't have Kith, she like falls back on her work 
And then when she thinks she might have a chance at Kith, she tries to be a better person. It's really weird. No, it's very weird. It's so complicated, and it's so Jerry Hogarth. And, I mean, I thought that, uh, you know, she reached kind of a peak in a season two of Iron Fist because that's when she found out she was sick. And, yeah. you know, she was just basically living like there was no tomorrow. Well, now she's trying to hang on for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it's another uh, great side of the equation. Another great character from this show who uh, you have haven't gotten a chance to weigh in on yet. Malcolm, what do you think about Malcolm? Yeah, for for him to go from basically comic relief as a junkie Mm -hmm. in the first episode, uh, you know, you didn't see him, uh, sorry, the first season, you didn't see him last season, but where he's at now, it's it's really impressive, and it just pains him so much of what had become of his life. What do you think about Malcolm this season, Zia? Um, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of character development there. I I like Malcolm as a character because no matter what he does, you can't help but like him. Yeah. Like, he just has this quality about him where you're like, oh, he's done some really bad stuff, but he's still such a good guy. It's strange, but it's I like watching his struggle that he's having with his, his morality struggle, like, with what he's doing, like you were saying. He's doing some shady stuff for Hogarth, um, and he finally quits. It is definitely interesting seeing him, and look, I'm not going to judge... Because, you know, this, whatever. But he, from going from having, it seems like a stable, loving relationship with Zaya is her name, right? Or I think Zaya, Zaya but Zaya. yeah. Say, yeah. Um, with Zaya. We have similar names, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I like her. I like her. Well, no, but just, she seems like, and and look, she does work for Hogarth, and she, she probably also is walking a very fine, like, yeah. morality line as well. But she doesn't seem like she's a, a very bad person. She's probably very good for... For, um, for Malcolm. For, for yeah. Malcolm, yeah. It's interesting to see him kind of throw that away for a bipolar ex-prostitute, which, again, I'm not going to judge. Like, people have crazy pasts, and I, I applaud her for seeming like she wants to get her life together. But it just seems like an... I feel like maybe he can't... Um, handle some of the stuff he does and maybe he feels yeah. like he doesn't deserve I, good things. I, I think that's fairly accurate yeah. that he doesn't feel that he deserves Zaya, uh, Zaya, whatever. And uh, the fact that, you know, ultimately he doesn't he doesn't deserve the the level of happiness that he was building towards because right. he's done all these bad things. Just self-sabotaged so I, himself. I think his uh, storyline has been great this yeah. season. And then also he... Uh, tries to keep Zaya out of trouble, and he's like, yeah, uh, I doctored the footage. Uh, here's what really happened. Although uh, Jerry cannot see uh, Trish's face at first. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so it lets her know that, uh, yeah, this this is what really happened, and uh, I have to go. I'm I'm I love the uh, the like simultaneous. Uh, I quit. You're fired. You know because mm-hmm. you know it was inevitable. Uh, so I think it's really interesting that that happens. Uh, and we'll talk more about that when we talk about episode ten, that resignation. So we have uh, Costa has to go take a sabbatical because Jessica tampered with evidence. Uh, and you know, look, he covered for her a lot. He definitely gave her a lot of leeway. And I feel so bad for him. I know, and we're getting like sort of this interesting backstory He's that he and his partners are trying to adopt a kid. kid. And you're and like, no. You're like, you're just ruining his life. But maybe he'll get to spend more time with the kid. I um, hope so. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, it, it, sorry, before we talk about Costa, you know, I, I did leave out the fact that Hogarth zooms in on that footage and there's a reflection on the computer that nobody noticed before. But I guess the footage had been taken out when Hogarth had gotten it previously. Right. Uh, and then she realizes it's Trish. And I think, like, when anybody finds out it's Trish, it's like, oh. 
You know, it's almost like, oh yeah, it makes sense because she's always with her, but mm-hmm. I didn't think it was Trish because she's Patsy. Because she's Patsy, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. She hasn't, she hasn't, and, and unless I just have completely missed this or I'm forgetting, she hasn't done anything with it yet, right? Uh, not at this point. Not at this she point. She has not done okay. anything with it, but uh, in episode 10, you see that she really wants to meet with, uh, she wants to meet with Trish. Yeah. So she obviously has plans for uh, that information. So the episode ends, uh, before we move on to episode 10, where Jessica is having her apartment uh, slash office searched because she's a suspect in the murder of Officer Nussbaumer. Oh, gosh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, she knows she didn't kill him. Of course. But then the question becomes, who did? Uh, they don't find any evidence. This goes uh, brings us to, into episode 10, which is Hero Pants, the title, which is a great title. I, like uh, I was glad that uh, she, you know Jessica refers to the idea that maybe Eric is trying on his hero pants. So uh, I thought that was a great line. <laughs> uh, so they, they do find the Nussbaumer file, which was Eric's file on Nussbaumer. Uh, so uh, uh, Jessica lets them have it. Um, as we see it at this moment, sort of as episode 10 unfolds, we see that Nussbaumer died, his badge was gone. What are you starting to think happened to Officer Nussbaumer? I know that Jessica thought... I didn't know. I know that Jessica thought that um, it was Eric. Yeah. And I thought... They kind of had me questioning a little bit because that would be... That would be what would happen. Turns out, oh no, he actually is a murderer. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't see it from, I, I legitimately don't see it from his character. I, I he's do think, burger boy. Come on. Yeah, he's not a murderer. Exactly. And I really do think that he just, he's been dealing with the sickness and he's got a gambling issue and yeah. like, he's a mess of a person, Sure, but I don't think he's that bad of a person. The only thing he's a go- bad person. The only thing he's going to murder is your taste buds with a delicious hamburger. With a deli- I still want a burger. Oh, yeah, wait, I've been wanting burgers for a while now. Well, maybe we'll get them in here yeah, uh, before seriously. the show's over. Somebody can uh, just drop ER's, them off. <laughs> ER's grandpa in the chat says, hated those two detectives. Great acting. Totally No, agree. they were good because they're just like, yeah, we're not Costa. You know, we're going to we're gonna do this by the book. And look, Jessica's a suspect. And it makes sense. Cause, it does. Uh, there's the body cam footage, which was one of those things that we saw in the earlier episode that he turned off the body cam. Wouldn't that look shady on his part, though? That he turned that it off. he yeah. turned it off? Yeah, right, exactly. Then it would be like, what's well, that's he why, up to? That's why it starts from a place of, what did you guys talk about? And also the fact that they don't actually bring him in, you know? Right. Uh, and then, of course, they also don't have any footage of when Eric uh, went in to talk to Nussbaumer. Uh, so we also see that those same detectives are talking to Trish as she's outside the funeral home getting ready for her mom's funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is uh, really the point where Jessica starts to talk to Trish about how she suspects Eric. And uh, it, it doesn't seem like his character, but I can see how, look, she doesn't really know him. And I think he does have some guilt about the fact that if he had just been able to testify about Salinger kidnapping him, then Salinger could have gone to jail for that and Trish's mom would still be alive. And uh, Trish makes it very clear how she feels about that when she punches Eric in the face. I think that's not cool. It's not Trish's cool, part. but I understand where she's coming from, and at least she didn't scratch his face. She didn't scratch his face, but at the same time, it's like, dude, he, he has a good reason for like legitimately not wanting to go to jail. Like That's rough. So Jessica's plan becomes basically trying to figure out, well, what, you know, I don't I don't want to believe that Eric did this, but if he did, 
I I can figure it out by seeing, you know, who would he go to next from the file. So Malcolm uh, gets back on board, yep. which uh, that's what you want him yes, back on board. And, I do love uh, having Malcolm investigations. back. Also, uh, this is another character that we I haven't had a chance to talk about or just bring up, and I just want to bring it up really quickly because I love her. But Jillian, uh, just, yeah, just because yep. assistant, I just, she I just is knew that you would love her. So yeah. great, she's fantastic. Yeah, and I would say that that's something that we could have gotten more of in a season four of Jessica Jones. Yeah, more Jillian. I would have uh, loved that. Yeah, she's great, and she's kind of a great foil for Jessica. She's exactly yeah. what Jessica. Needs. Yeah, um, and I love the. Uh, it's four fifty nine. I'm going home. Yeah, you know, she's it's like, like, see you later. I'm not going to do any work in this last minute. I'm getting out of here. And she absolutely should not, because I'm yeah. sure Jessica's not paying her that well. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so you know, so Malcolm gets back on board, but then he also breaks up with Zaya, and it, you know, it, it's mm. really it's overwork. But this is what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let us know in the chat if you think. Uh, obviously, if you've watched ahead, maybe. Don't comment because maybe your opinion is informed by something that you may have seen in later episodes. But in this moment, it really does feel like he's just like, yeah, I, I can't do this as in bring me into her life. That's really what he feels like, right? Is that you feel like that has to be Malcolm's rationale for breaking yeah, up with her? Yeah, I kind of think so. I think that and guilt over the fact that he kind of cheated on her. Um, and I think that it's the thing is a combination of both. Well. Go ahead. No, he just—he definitely had that look on his face of like I—I. I, it seemed like he wanted to tell her, but couldn't bring himself to do it, but still felt like horribly guilty about it. So, and yeah. convenient timing that uh, Brianna comes back into town. No, she Eric's is. Eric's uh, former hooker sister, who uh, does have the great line that I won't force any more blowjobs on you <laughs> because it really looked like it was he was forced into it. You yeah, know? yeah. I feel like he was... Malcolm really protested. Mm-hmm, that, that girl really could have knocked him out yep. if if he really didn't want it. So he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to... guess I just uh, let this happen. So, uh, and of course, uh, you're just like, Malcolm, what? you just broke up with your girlfriend. Play the field a little bit. A little bit. You know, and she does make the good point. I think it's exactly what he needs to hear that you are a good guy. You know, just things like, well, there's not really a lot of food, but there's leftover Indian food. And just the fact that it's like, you know, look, honestly, we know enough about her backstory. Not a lot of people in her life have been nice to her. It seems like maybe only her brother. And they kind of call each other mean names because, you know, that's what siblings do. But uh, how much of the fact that he is just overcome with the need to, you know, sleep with her, the fact that she just tells him. And reinforces this idea that he is a good guy. Oh, I think that that was all of it. I I really think that he just felt like he needed some sort of validation or someone to tell him the opposite of what he's thinking in his head. And I think when she did that, and and I think also part of why he let her come in and let her stay is to kind of, and I don't think that that Malcolm is a bad guy, but I think part of, at at all, I think he's a good, I do think he's a good guy. Um, I just think that he struggles a little bit and I think everyone kind of does that there's a little bit of a struggle between taking care of yourself and uh, like a fine line of you know not screwing over other people if that's you know it's it's hard because you want to you want to take care of yourself and you want to be out for you and your people and the people that are close to you he takes it a little far by helping people that maybe don't deserve help right exactly because it was his job and helping job. helping hogarth is also someone who doesn't deserve help you exactly. know especially when she's doing these personal things that lead to this guy killing himself yeah. uh but speaking of hogarth uh you know she does talk again to kith about how difficult it's going and kith yeah. is always you know uh, one of the things we didn't touch on when we talked about the last episode that I'm saving for this conversation is the fact that jerry 
has to tell her that I love you. And Kith's just like, like, just stop. You know, like, that's not what this is. Like, I get it. That's what you're motivated by. Um, What what did you think of the fact that uh, that Kith was able to really just be like, oh, yeah, because everything is so about you. I mean, how she really just to a T explains who Hogarth is. Oh, no, it's amazing. And I think that she does. She nails it because when you that's what she's doing, by the way, is not love. It's completely selfish. Yeah. When you actually love somebody, you want them to be happy. You don't destroy their life so you can have them. Right. (laughs) Put them on a little shelf. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. Um, So and I do. I love the way she does. She she nails it. But I think she has such a long history with Hogarth and she kind of saw who she was and got out and like made a happy life for herself and thought she should come back and just, you know, have a little hot sex and you just have sort of an affair. But not with Hogarth. She should have known better. Right. Exactly. You know, we start the season. It's like, I've got an open marriage. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, all great. And Hogarth's like, yeah, that's not okay. Nope. (laughs) The open's great. The marriage, that's a problem. That's not what I want to hear. She can't just have a good, she can't just let her, like, they could have still been together in some capacity. And by the way, Jerry, you could die any day. Like, yeah. what do you need this for? You Just know? enjoy that you yeah. have her back in your life. Yeah. Have the sex. Enjoy your time together. You could have well, been. You could have had something. Yeah, and that tells you everything you need to know about uh, Jerry Hogarth. So uh, they have two conversations throughout the course of this episode. The first being, you know, the fact that uh, she's going to need more. Uh, Hogarth's going to need more. She's going to have to, uh, the phrase is, color outside the lines. And yeah. at first, Kith is like, I, I can't have you. He says, like, you're saying that you want to do what you did for my husband that created this situation mm-hmm. to this guy. But then later in the episode, she's like, just the same thing with, with Jerry. It's like, oh, yeah, that thing that I was kind of self-righteous about and I'm too good for. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Uh, surprise you at all that, uh, that Kith, uh, Kith was willing to have Jerry do that? Yeah, a little bit. It yeah. did. I was like, oh. Kate, it's like, I thought you were better than I that. I know. I thought you were better than that. At the same time, though, like, I get it. Her life is in shambles. And this guy is threatening her constantly and kind of honestly being a real dick about it. Because she just lost her husband. She didn't know he was stealing from the foundation. Just, like, be done with it. Leave them alone. Um so there's a little part of me that's like, yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the guy's being a dick. Yeah, yeah he's such no, an ass. Absolutely. So, I mean, he has it coming. Uh, I mean... Not necessarily having his life destroyed, but he's he deserves somebody coming after him. He does, maybe in a smaller and, scale. Just and that's the thing. And she stop. thinks that he's like not paying taxes or whatever it is she suspects. So that's why he has a coming. He's actually doing something wrong, you know. And he's also on top of that being a jerk. Yeah, a jerk. Uh, we get a lot of reminiscence uh, in these couple episodes about Dorothy. Uh, you know, some of it is is very upfront and and very honest about. You know who she really was, but there's obviously you're going to kind of focus on uh, the good stuff. Uh, what do you think about just the way that they're thinking back on Trisha's mom, and you know who was really I mean, Jessica's mom for a good chunk of her life? Yeah, that's a rough one. I uh, ooh, it's a weird, it's weird because I get it. I get what they're saying. Like, yeah, she was a she was an awful mom. Yeah, she was a terrible parent. Um, and and honestly, if I was. But, you know, not a bad manager. Not a bad manager. No, <laughs> apparently she was great for everyone else. Yeah. Um, which is just even, which is even worse. Um, 
that she, you know, did better for other people than she did for her own kid kids. Yeah. Uh, but just the fact that she used to hit hit. Um, she used to hit Trish. She used to hit Trish, and yeah. just basically turning her into a show person to yeah. live like. And I think anyone who does that to kids is just gross. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I do think it's nice that we get the outside perspective when it's interesting when her uh, when Dorothy's cell phone rings, and of course the ringtone is cray cray, which was amazing. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, when they're putting the funeral together, it's like, yeah, she wanted some of your songs played at the service. It's like, yeah. of course she did. Uh, it's that kid who's so excited. Thank you so much for helping me. So it, it's like, it is kind of that moment of, oh, yeah, she, I guess, does help people. And it was very selfish when she tried to, you know, promote Trish's career. But she, I mean, that's what she does. And, like, these kids are legitimately thankful because these are the dreams that they have. Even right. if they're, even if they do have, like, awful showbiz parents, this is what they really are, at least at this point, convinced they want. And she's an important part of their life. So I think it's a nice thing. Um, we, uh, now, Zia, we have a little, uh, before we finish talking about the episode, we have a, a recurring segment here okay. on the Jessica Jones After Show. And it is indeed no filter uh, because of that was part of the, uh, the advertising mm-hmm. For the show, but also one. because it is a very unfiltered uh, kind of a conversation. And for me, I have a really good line, which actually ties into what I was just talking about. When Jessica not being able to handle a conversation with a child is just like, yeah, Dorothy's dead. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Jessica, there's other ways to, uh, you know, this kid would have found out. So it would have been like... Okay, I'll take a message. There's so many things you could have said, but nope, Jessica being Jessica is like, no, uh, she's dead. And then, the, and then the kid's like, oh my god, let me know if there's anything I can do. You know, this is so sad. And she hangs up on her. Yeah, she just hangs up on the kid. Click. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have an unfiltered moment? You don't have to have the quote word for word, but it can be something that any of the characters on the show has done. I was really trying to think about it, and I like wish I had written some of it down because now nothing is coming to well, my I mind. Well, I have a good a good one liner is when, uh, and you know, this is this is just a joke, and uh, it, it's just a, it's an it's a nice like old time history reference. So it may me laugh that Jessica said it when they're searching her apartment she's like what are you looking for the Lindbergh baby and it, it made me laugh out loud you know that's a good one yeah and I mean look there I think that you know who would you say is the most unfiltered character on oh, the show Jessica, it's Jessica for sure yeah but it's like is there a filtered character on the show because I don't, I, I mean, because Dorothy wasn't filtered, no. Salinger's not filtered, Trish is like hiding herself in a mask that's a little bit of a filter, but really, she's, you know, uh, Malcolm, very unfiltered at this point in the season, you know? Yeah, and, no, oh, I don't Jillian, think so. very unfiltered. So it's Hogarth unfiltered. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, there is no, yeah. I did like the line, I don't know if you could say this is unfiltered, I did like the line of um, when she was talking to Trish and she's like, yeah, your mom was... Say you're like your mom was a dick or something like that, um, but it doesn't make it any easier to bury her. Right, and she's just like you know you have to give it to Dorothy. You know you are who you are because of her, and she built her. the The good things about Trish are because of the way her mom built her up. Obviously, True. the the physical and emotional abuse is not what she's talking about. Uh, you know, Trish is a very strong woman. Yeah, and uh, but and I, I mean that before she becomes a powered woman. You no, know? she's just strong. and she's just very strong. And you know, I mean. Uh, 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 as a person, and uh, it'll be there'll be some more to talk about when we talk more about uh, Trish throughout the course of the uh, last three episodes. So uh, Jessica is very much 
the focus of these two detectives. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are actually going to be there to arrest her. So she's like, I got to duck out of the funeral. But, Is that why she ducked out or because she figured something out? Well, there's two things. She hears the sirens. Yeah. But then also, that's what I wanted to talk about. The realization, she sees the bruising on Trish's wrists. Mm-hmm. And also what Trish starts talking about is my my mom told me don't let your gifts go to waste. I got this. And then she's like, oh, no, you think that this is what your mom wanted you to do is go out and kill people that aren't the person who who killed her because you – can't kill the person who killed her. Uh, what did you think about that revelation? I mean, th- I thought that was great. What yeah. a great route to take. I'm glad that they made it. And just and the, the, the way the episode ends, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And Eric discovers it, which obviously goes to show that he didn't do it. Yes, I like that um, reveal, too, that it's like he he's there at Montero's, uh, whatever that trailer is on his yeah, construction, construction site. site. Yeah. Um, to, I'm guessing, get blackmail money from him. That's I assumed. I assume that's why he was there. Um, and uh, Trish was there killing him instead. Yeah. And uh, Jessica had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, uh, before she's able to do anything with this realization, she, she becomes arrested. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was legitimately surprised I really didn't think it was Eric, but Jessica made me start to think, well, maybe, you know, maybe he is wearing the hero pants. I just figured it was going to be one of those things where, because we're given the indication that there are other people that would have wanted Nussbaumer killed. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, like, yeah, it's just other drug dealers, you know, who knows? Like, I thought it had been something like that. Uh, but, uh, uh, we knew Jessica didn't do it. And then the, the, the revelation that it, that it was Trish though, uh, I was like, well, that's, that's a very interesting dark turn, uh, for, for, for Hellcat, for Patsy. So now we have to see, um, and you know what? I'm just going to say it. I, I legitimately don't know what happens. Right, because you've only watched I've up only until watched episode up 10. I've only watched up until 10. I would really love to see, um, Hellcat. I, I'm just going to say it. Kill Salinger. Screw him. He doesn't deserve jail. Well, you'll have to keep watching, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody out there in the audience uh, will have to keep watching this after show. Is there anything from the chat that we should throw in before we wrap things up? Uh, thank you for everybody. I know that the schedule for this show has been a little hard to follow, and I know it's a binge show, so these are always right. a little tricky to watch. So we always appreciate everybody who's there in the chat. Um, uh, ER's grandpa says, I love, I'm reading that right, yeah. ER's grandpa says, I loved the info about that chair being moved into Jessica's room. Where oh, that was really, the yeah, well. that yeah. was really touching. That yeah. was, it was very interesting. I like that she doesn't leave her any money, though. She leaves it, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> it's all right. Screw hey, you. We, we swear on these sometimes, wow. it's okay. <laughs> but that is what she's doing. Yeah, she and did. Apologies, I, I, guys. You know what, I did like that, uh, I thought it was really touching. No that, filter moment. That's no right. No filter that's, moment. That's, Thank that's, you. Zia gave herself an unfiltered moment. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Uh, I like the. It's very touching that for all of Dorothy's faults, Jessica puts up that picture that she mm-hmm. has developed of just their feet because, and it just reminds them of a day that could not have gone more wrong. But they and tried. What, what she says is amazing. It's like because we were like a just like a regular family or a normal family, I think is what she says. Mm-hmm. And that's why even Jessica, you know, is as tough and cool as she is. She's like, yeah, that that's, you know, I, I obviously Dorothy is a very complicated figure in Jessica's life because she knows that she's she's trash on some levels, but also <laughs> she is this woman who brought you into her house and 
just the realization that she got the chair because she liked it. It didn't end up in your room because she wanted to keep you out of her way. She just um, knew you liked it. Yeah. So uh, I thought that that was uh, that was really touching, and uh, you know, I, I thought that they did a really good job with the uh, the Dorothy uh, the Dorothy Walker arc. So. <laughs> That's where we have to leave things for now because we are all done. Nine and ten. Done. No talking about eleven. Zia hasn't seen it yet. I don't know anything I about have. it. I'll be uh, back tomorrow at eleven a.m. Pacific. That's two Eastern with Adam Gertler. We're going to talk about eleven and twelve, and then at noon Pacific, three Eastern. We're going to talk about episode thirteen and look back on the season at all, and really the series as a whole and the whole Marvel Netflix universe because we're closing the door on that. That's I have one hour left to watch of Marvel Netflix, and Zia, you have three, and that's like, it. That's it. There's and never going to be it. any more. And so, you know what? I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. As much as I love it, talking about it is hard because I don't. I legitimately don't have time to binge. I personally like the one episode a week, right? Because I can do that much the, easier. The way that Legion works, absolutely. <laughs> yes. uh, speaking of Legion, you can find me on Ooh. the Legion After Show Mondays at nine Pacific here on After Buzz TV. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Zia, where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. That's XIA underscore land. And um, also this Sunday at uh, 9 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to be talking about a little bit about Jessica Jones. We're going to talk about the rest of the season on um, Marvel TV Weekly. That is Sundays at 9. A show and, uh, I'm usually on, but I'll be on vacation. But he will so be on you'll vacation. be there with Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun time. Um, and we're going to talk about Legion 2, so we'll dive more into that. All right, well, thanks so much to everyone, and uh, we will see you tomorrow for episodes 11 and 12. Thanks. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.